0: Abraham Maslow was an American psychologist who, although suffered a dismal childhood, made happiness and self-fulfillment his life's work. Maslow wanted to understand what motivated magnificent people in history and what humans are capable of as their healthiest self, and so he formulated a list of various human needs that motivate human behavior. In 1943, this theory became known as hierarchy of needs. He used the word hierarchy because much like a pyramid, The higher level of needs rest upon the foundation of lower level needs. This eight-stage model is often depicted as a pyramid. At the bottom of this pyramid lies physiological needs, which includes biological and physical requirements like breath, food, drink, and sleep. The second tier of human needs is safety needs, which Maslow describes as economic, social, psychological, and vocational security. The third tier is belongingness and love needs, all the intimate connections, family, and social relations, which we not only crave as humans, but also lend to our health and happiness. The fourth tier is the esteem needs this is the ability to feel self esteem and personal uniqueness, and oftentimes is created by the love from family and community. The fifth tier is cognitive needs, which is understanding, knowledge, curiosity, exploration, need for meaning and predictability. The sixth tier is aesthetic needs, appreciation, and search for beauty, balance, and form. At the top of the pyramid lies self-actualization. As Maslow describes it, the tendency or desire to become more and more of what one actually is or to become everything one is capable of becoming. Essentially, this is where a person finds a meaning to life and keeps becoming. And Maslow believed self-actualization could be measured through peak experiences. These are rare moments of transcendence in which a person emerges feeling transformed and changed. The intense happiness associated with a peak experience is a big contributing factor in one's growth. Maslow claimed that not all self-actualized people have peak experiences, but did find more satisfaction for those who did. And since we are all unique individuals, Maslow claims that the motivation for self-actualization will be different for everyone. For some, it may be through art or writing, while for others it may be through sports or even a business setting. Maslow refers to the bottom four levels of his hierarchy as deficiency needs. These are the needs that humans cannot live without, and so therefore a deficiency of them may cause one to act out of weakness instead of strength. The top four levels he refers to as the being needs, and this is where healthy people exist. By fulfilling the lower needs, or as Maslow described, by establishing a healthy psychological well-being, One is motivated by desire to grow rather than by deficiencies. Of course, as Maslow explained, each level is not fixed, nor does it need to be 100% fulfilled to move on to the next. Life experiences like divorce or job loss can disrupt progress in meeting lower level needs. When a deficit need has been more or less satisfied, it will go away and the focus will be on the next set of needs. In studying 18 self-actualized people like Eleanor Roosevelt, Mother Teresa, Abraham Lincoln, and Albert Einstein, he came up with characteristics. According to Maslow, self-actualized people tend to be independent thinkers, not overly influenced by the mainstream culture, focused on solutions, possess a sense of wonder and gratitude for life, and have a deep sense of kinship for all humankind. They are also extremely creative, spontaneous in thought, possess strong morals and ethics, have an unusual sense of humor, and accept themselves and others for who they are. Maslow also outlined behaviors leading to self-actualization, which include things like trying new things outside of your comfort zone, identifying your defenses and giving them up, taking responsibility, and avoiding games and being honest. Although we are all capable of self-actualizing, according to Maslow, only 2% actually will. Of course, many psychologists today will argue that lower-level needs can actually motivate one's potential or growth. Even if one is hungry, they will still find joy and happiness in their relationships with their friends. So maybe it's not that each of these needs need to be fulfilled in order to reach one's potential. Maybe, instead, it's how much we let the lack of these needs being met weigh in on our personal growth. If we can visualize the needs already met, especially by living out our potential, then the potential not only becomes more tangible, but also the needs become less worrisome. I agree that we feel this utmost happiness when we are living our life with purpose and finding our greatest potential, but we need to be the ones to realize our potential first. If we don't, no one else will. In the words of Abraham Maslow, if you plan on being anything less than you are capable of being, you will probably be unhappy all the days of your life. Today, I have the pleasure of having award-winning author, actor, filmmaker, coach, TEDx speaker, and creative Brian Benson on my show. He will share his own journey to self-actualization and his motivating factors in his personal growth and in fulfilling his potential. We will also open up the phone lines later so he can assist you with achieving your own success or personal growth. So stick around after this quick break.
1: U R A, skinandmind.com.
2: Seattle, Tacoma, Antwerp. That's right. We're streamed worldwide on our app and on the web at 1150kknw.com.
0: Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe and share my YouTube channel and podcast on Podcast One Love from the Hip, and that's H Y P. Today, I have the pleasure of having award-winning author, actor, filmmaker, coach, TEDx speaker, and creative Brian Benson on my show. Hey, Brian, thanks for joining us today.
3: Hey, it's my pleasure, Sakura. Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, and where are you joining us from?
3: I am in Los Angeles.
0: Oh, is it sunny? How's the weather?
3: It, is. it You know, is. We've kind of had what they call the June glooms for quite a while, but the sun broke out today and it's probably going to be in the um, maybe mid to high 70s. Oh,
0: there you go. Will enjoy yeah, it. Perfect,
3: thank <laughs> you. Yeah. So, thank you.
0: so how long ago did you begin your journey to self-actualization?
3: Wow, I think that I kind of remember. I've always been curious, and I remember my mom reminded me one time not too long ago that the only word that ever came out of my mouth was "why, why this, why that, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. So, I think I've always been curious, and I do remember, um, you know, as a as a Boy in grade school, listening to affirmation tapes, and and uh, probably diving into some earlier um, self-help books. Maybe in college and a little bit after college. So, I think I've always kind of been open to trying to be the best version of myself.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And I, you know, and, and with that, you know, beginning to learn how to kind of probably trust my intuition at a, at a little bit younger age as well and um not so much as i have the last 10 years but i, I, I can look back and see how i did follow what I, you know the nudges the hits that i was getting
0: okay so when did you finally just let everything go and say okay i'm going to live my life with purpose how long ago was uh, that
3: well probably it's probably been the last 10 years okay. um when I left my family business 10 years ago, I was I was at the tail end of being there. It was a golf center in Salem, Oregon. We had a driving range, a, a retail store and a nine-hole par three course. And I just started feeling like I was done growing there. And I felt like I was supposed to do something else with my life. It almost felt like I had a gift inside of me that wanted to come out, but I wasn't sure what it was and how to release it. I just knew that I needed to try. Mm-hmm. So... I had a chat with my dad and he was understanding. And uh, it took a year to actually leave because we decided to list it and try to sell it, which which we did. But I I ended up having to stay longer than I wanted, but it ended up being a blessing in disguise. Uh As I I I was doing some work on myself, I was feeling out of balance. And one day I sat down and just thought, you know, let's come up with a handful of things that I knew that would help keep me in balance during that last period. And and I would refer to my little list uh, whenever I was feeling kind of down and made sure that I was doing them, I And it helped. And then my intuition was screaming, expand the list and write a book. And <laughs> I was not a writer. I'd never written anything before. But I just kind of honored that. And it kind of poured through me in about a oh, month, month and a half. And I self-published it.
0: Wow. So can I ask you what those first five things
4: were?
3: Sure. Um, some of them are, you know, simple. We, did, we just forget. But, you know, basically one was drink, make sure I was drinking enough water. Um, another one is make sure that i was uh, getting enough sleep another was making sure that i was allowing myself to have some alone time every day uh, because it, it, uh, that I'm, I'm kind of an introvert by nature and that's how i refill my cup and i didn't realize it at the time but i just knew that it felt good when i was able to have some alone quiet time
4: mm-hmm.
3: and uh, allow myself to be creative and at that point in my life playing the guitar was my creative outlet and since then it's become a lot of other things but and the fifth was make sure that I was getting some uh, daily exercise, because uh, movement has always been really important for me. Uh, you know, I used to race in triathlons and stuff, and, and I just always needed to just get some movement, whether it was a hike or a walk or, a, you know, a trip to the gym, mm-hmm. to really, really kind of help me feel grounded.
0: Okay. So why do you think balance is so important?
3: Oh, wow. I think... Mm, I, think, I don't think it's any accident. My very first book was a whole bunch of different ways to stay in balance because looking back, it really gave me a huge education in becoming a lot more self-aware in what kept me in balance and what mm. threw me out of balance. And by, by having that knowledge, it really helped me save a lot of time. You know, We can really, when we're walking around a little bit unconscious in that, maybe that particular field, we we can expend a lot of energy and you know just and, and fill voids in areas that that don't really you know suit our needs and so for me balance has been so important it's been my rock and one of the there's many reasons why it's important to be in balance but I think the most important one for me is when I'm in balance or when I'm ma- trying to you know uh, maintain some semblance of balance I'm able to hear my intuition come through stronger.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just going to say, there's more connection with yourself. Exactly. And then also, you were probably on autopilot, like most of us are, right? <laughs> so that kind of puts you back in check?
3: Yeah, absolutely. You know, it, it um, you know, there is, what well, they say, ignorance is bliss, and it kind of is, but once you become a little more self-aware, it's it gets better, but you also have more responsibility.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and more, more right? problems to face, right? <laughs>
3: Yes, because you know you you started that path of of, of uh, self growth, and yeah. <laughs> we will be doing that till the day we die. Right. So yeah. so
0: where did you go after you the the business was sold?
3: So I moved to uh, Reno, Nevada.
4: Okay.
3: Uh, I have a son. He's 25 now, but he was just entering high school about 30 miles away in Northern oh. California, and I wanted to to be there near him while he was doing that and. I also just kind of began to reinvent myself, you know, um, unpeel un- the layers of who I wasn't, and-, and kind of try to let it let it come through. And the book had just come out, so I, you know, I um, tried to market that a little bit. It was tough. I didn't know how to market it, you know. Ten years ago, um, everything was so new to me, you know, especially mm-hmm. the internet as well, you know, and the social media. So. Right. I didn't sell a lot of the book initially, but it won a couple of awards, and and that kind of shocked me, number one, but I, I knew that if I needed to get it out there and to share with people, I needed to overcome a fear, my fear of, of public speaking, mm-hmm. and so I just began to dive into all kinds of things that would help me face that fear. I, um, I took a couple of community college speech classes, I did Toastmasters for a while, I, I hired someone to co-host an internet radio show with me. I, I created an interactive workshop thinking I was going to be clever that I wouldn't have to talk the whole time. But I found out <laughs> it really worked better that way because right. people got to interact. And and, I, and, I, and because I did that, I learned that I can trust that I would get what I needed to say based on just the, the conversation of the, of the room. And right. so that was really a nice um, lesson to learn. But uh, and, and I also took an acting class, you know, I just felt like that intuitively that that would help me as well.
0: OK, well, I want to get back into your story. Yeah. We're going to yeah. have to take a quick break. And remember, this is a live show. And if you would like to ask Brian a question about how to grow yourself, then call one eight eight two nine eight 298 kknw or 425-373-5527 after this quick break.
2: At Madsen Medical Spa, our goal is a healthy, beautiful you. We're a full-service medical spa, but our focus is educating people on maintaining health and wellness. We're excited to announce a new addition to our menu, Nootropic Popular Beverage. This magical drink formulation alleviates unnecessary snacking while keeping you focused and alert throughout your day. It satisfies your hunger, renews your energy, enhances your mood, diminishes aches and pains. Essentially, it makes you happy. And who doesn't want to be happy? Patients have already been raving about Nootropic Popular Beverage. They've elevated their mood while losing inches in the process. It's safe, natural, fast, and effective. Drink happy, feel happy. Nootropic Popular Beverage Happiness in a Cup. Available at happytoelevate.com. That's H A P P Y T O E L E V A T E.com. Or call 206 234 9188. Warning You may feel happy
1: Pretty, painless, and affordable. Find out more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A, skinandmind.com.
5: Hi, this is Marilyn Milano. If you love animals, then please check out my new show, Love Has Many Faces, Tuesdays from 9 to 9.30 a.m. right here on Alternative Talk 1150. I'll be talking with rescue groups, animal advocates, and other organizations that help animals, sharing their stories, and giving our listeners some tangible ways in which they can help make a difference. That's Love Has Many Faces, Tuesdays at 9 a.m., right here on Alternative Talk 1150, raising awareness, touching hearts, and saving animals' lives. Taking care of your skin's largest organ can be difficult, but not for
0: Estera Skincare Mist. This topical skin spray supports your skin's own natural healing defenses. Astera Skincare Mist is a light misting spray free of parabens, alcohol, toxins, and fragrance. This all natural topical skin spray will take the woe out of your skincare worries without clogging your pores. Irritation, inflammation, redness, post procedure sensitivities? No problem. With Astera Skincare Mist, you can continue about your day without the skin dismay. Acne, rosacea, psoriasis, sunburns, rashes, and fungus. Don't let these skin concerns inconvenience you. Instead, let Estera skincare mist allow you to be happy in the skin you're in. Available at Sakura Skin and Mind. Learn more at esteracare.com. That's E-S-T-H-E-R-A care.com.
2: Tell your friends about Alternative Talk 1150.
0: Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And don't forget to tune in right here on KKNW every Wednesday at 2 to 3 p.m. for more Love from the Hip. Today I have the pleasure of having award winning author, actor, filmmaker, coach, TEDx speaker, and creative G. Brian Benson on my show. And if you would like advice from Brian on your own personal growth or how you can be more successful, then call in 1 888 298 KKNW or 425 So Brian, before the break, you were talking about your journey in Reno. So you were doing Toastmasters and acting classes and you just got done with your first book. So where did you go from there?
3: So so like the first couple of years, I just dove in in all kinds of different ways because I just felt like um, I was supposed to start to do what I was doing maybe on a bigger scale. And, and when I was three, my mom reminded me after my first book came out that I told her I was put here to inspire people. And so that was kind of uh, interesting. But, but so I just, I just felt driven, even though it was you know, not easy to, to do all these things. And so I, after taking that acting class, I had a dream come to me um, a couple of weeks later. I had not planned on to continue acting, but uh, I had this little dream come to me about this story about a street guitarist. And when I woke up, it just it felt really, really powerful to me. And for, you know, it just felt like one of those dreams you need to write down. And so I, I wrote it down. And a couple weeks after that, I met a young filmmaker who lived in Reno named Michael Sweeney. And I said, hey, I've never acted before or made a short film, but I think I have a pretty good idea. You want to do it with me? (laughs) And he said, yes. And so we made this little short eight minute film called Guitar Man, which you can find on my website and on YouTube. And it just woke me up in so many different ways and made me feel totally empowered and alive. Mm -hmm. And I'd never played guitar in front of anybody. Yet here I was doing it on film, and I'd never acted before. And, and it did well at film festivals, and it had a lot of really nice messages in it. Wow. And so for me, it, it made me realize that it didn't um, – at the time, I felt like I was just going to be maybe trying to um, – write, you know, inspirational, thought-provoking stuff through books. And that was kind of the only uh, means that I had. But but after I did that short film, I said, whoa, this, I can do it so many different ways. <laughs> and, and it was just fun. And so somebody saw that and gave me the lead in their short film. And the female lead was from L.A. And she's, I think, in her early 80s now. And she's been in a lot of stuff. And her parents were actors. Her mom was in Citizen Kane. And we just became <laughs> friends. Yeah, and kept in touch, and my intuition was calling me here. Uh, after being in Reno for four years, my son graduated from high school, and I kind of felt complete there. Yeah. And so I just kind of packed up my car and, and moved here, and I ended up renting a studio attached to Jill's house, and that's where I lived the first two and a half years. Um, and so, you know, and then I just started diving in here, um, taking acting classes,
4: yeah.
3: and, and just really just really working on me in a lot of different ways um
0: and you came to write some several books
3: yes yeah i wrote another book when i was on radio called finding your voice and it's just a compilation of um, quotes and stories and 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 blogs that i put together and uh and poems and and i'm really happy how it turned out there's a lot of good stuff in there and and yeah and um so I wrote those both in Reno, and then I and then I came here, and you know, just I've been here almost six years now, but it feels like a whirlwind. Whirlwind, <laughs> um, you know, just yeah, I you start going to auditions, uh-huh. and you know, I, I wrote, you know, I've done three books since I've been here, a couple kids' books, and then uh, another self-help book that just came out last November called Habits for Success, and it's just it's really been an interesting journey here because I. It's funny, I've learned so many lessons here. It, 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 it's just crazy and solidified my foundation so much more. Um, I don't even know where to start, but but I know that take, <laughs> taking all the acting classes really mm-hmm. helped me open up more in, in uh-huh. person, in public, in front of people. And, and uh, yeah. you know... Go ahead.
0: You are really stepping out of all your comfort zones.
3: Oh, totally. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I mean there's nothing especially when you go to auditions and get told no, you know, like 90% <laughs> of the time. And right. it's just and I still, you know, all this whole time I've still been working on learning how to love and accept myself more.
4: Mm-hmm. And
3: so sometimes you can really feel like you get slapped in the face if, if you're if you're not in a good place in that regard. Right. And so for me, you know, I think we're all here to learn and grow for sure. But I think that the greatest task that we have is to really learn how to love and accept ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so all these things that I stepped into really um, helped me get there and, 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 you know, not an easy way necessarily, but in a really sustainable way.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: And uh, yeah.
0: So you wrote, you've written five um, self-help books, correct? Uh, three self-helps and, three two, self-help. kids. Okay. and yeah. two kids. Okay. And two kids. Okay. And then your recent book habits for success. Yeah. Okay. So can I ask them, like, does it was every book pretty much intended for you?
3: Well, <laughs> that's a great question. Initially I thought here I am, I'm going to help other people instead, but looking back, those, they definitely were all for me. Oh my gosh. Okay. And it's embarrassing to even, you know, think it at one point that they, they that they, uh, i don't weren't. think it's
0: embarrassing at all but, i think that's a yeah. good you know to let people know that hey <laughs> you need some help <laughs> help well, yourself you know, first it, right
3: it, right right and a lot of people are writing books these days and they're wanting them you know to do really well and stuff but i mean ultimately i think everybody will learn at one point or another that it was for them first and foremost mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. everything else is just icing on the cake
0: right right so you've yeah. had a whirlwind over the last 10 years your life has just exploded
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and, and I just continue just to, you know, it's I've needed all every little bit of seasoning that I've been getting too. you know, I, I to really feel, I mean, I, I, I feel like I'm supposed to do this on a bigger scale and I really want to, and mm-hmm. I had to really get myself ready um, to, to, to be able to, I don't know, just get out there in in a way that's authentic And and can help others. And I really don't ever try to tell anybody what to do. I just try. I'm trying to be a living example. Example. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know.
0: Right. So so being so successful, can you share with my listeners and maybe this is pertaining to your book Habits for Success? Mm -hmm. But what are some key elements or habits that you can share?
3: Well, you know, we've already kind of touched on a few of them, but you know, uh, trusting, listening to, and trusting your intuition is huge. I mean, it's it's basically God's spirit, the universe, whatever you would like to call it,
4: mm-hmm.
3: kind of giving us our game plan, <laughs> and yeah. and if we can really trust that and and um, step into it, you know, it it, it may not come. I mean, it may where we run into problems is we try to control things too much and I'm no different and I, I've really learned how to step back and, and allow a lot more but when we're trying to control things all the time we're we're living in our head and we're not able to really act on those feelings those you know intuitive hits that we're getting right. cuz we're not we're not we're not ready to trust it but I'm telling you it's really the way to 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 get yourself you know, living a much more fulfilling and creative and enjoyable life.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And when, and when we're trying to control, we're also having more anxiety, right? More fear. Oh my
3: gosh, absolutely. You know, I mean, just, uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> especially if we're still working on, you know, really, um, learning how to love and accept ourselves. I mean, I, for the longest time, I would not celebrate my wins. I would just go on from one thing to another. And, and it wasn't very satisfying. I mean, I had a lot of really, wonderful things come out of me which were totally unexpected and i was proud of them but yet i hadn't really and it's so cliche i hadn't learned how to enjoy the journey
4: Mm -hmm.
3: that's really all we have and and so um yeah i i started getting feeling really quite depressed after i don't know my first kids book came out and and i just kind of stepped back and said why am i feeling this way and i realized it was because i was going from one thing to another and i wasn't really just trusting in the process and allowing that book to be whatever it was supposed to be instead of hitting a home run or what have you. You know what I mean? Trying to force
0: it. Yeah, trying to force it. Absolutely.
3: And and we really have no control on that. So... um, And
0: I would imagine that would be difficult too in acting, right? Oh, oh, yeah. You're trying, you know, trying to compete with everybody. You're always, you know, showing yourself up to someone else. So... You're always comparing ex- yourself, right?
3: <laughs> well, oh my gosh. Well then yes. And you throw in social media too. Right. And you see other people doing kind of some of the same stuff you are or or you see your acting friends get a gig or whatever, you know, and I'm totally happy for everybody. But yet it just kind of temporarily reminds you that you're not where you want to be yet potentially.
4: Mm-hmm. And yeah. and
3: so that there's a lot of different ways to get slapped in the face. Yeah. Yeah. And and ultimately it's just it's just about really just mm-hmm. And here's another cliche: trying to trying to stay in the moment and just mm-hmm. connect with whatever you're connecting with, whether it's a person, whether it's a job, whether it's a, um, a you know a creative process, or but just be in that moment and let it be what it's supposed to, and, and just you know stay out of your head. And and I've learned so many different times in different ways that whenever I go into my head, I run into problems. Whether it's during an interview, whether it's an acting gig, I mean it, it's you know it's really yeah,
0: you're your own obstacle. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> right. Well, I hate to interrupt you, but we're going to have to take another break. On this weekly skinny, I would like to talk about syringomas. Syringomas are benign tumors that are typically found in the upper cheeks or lower eyelids. They can also occur on the chest, stomach, armpits, scalp, and genitals. These are harmless growths that result from overactive sweat glands. They have a very similar appearance to milia and are white, yellow, or flesh-colored bumps that are one to three millimeters wide. They are much deeper than milia and tend to form in clusters symmetrically on both sides of the face. They can be permanent or stubbornly recurrent. Syringomas most commonly develop in early adulthood, ages 25 to 40. They can also be a side effect of several different medical conditions, including diabetes and Down syndrome. Once syringomas are diagnosed, there's usually no reason to treat them because they tend to be harmless. Sometimes, however, syringomas can cause extreme pain or itchiness, especially when sweating. In rare cases, syringomas can also develop close to very sensitive tissues and can increase the risk of irritation and also injury. There are different types of surgery used to remove syringomas, including laser surgery, electrosurgery, cryotherapy, dermabrasion, chemical peels, and surgical excision. But again, surgery is not a cure-all. Syringomas can come back. A doctor may first prescribe a topical vitamin A or recommend chemical exfoliants like a glycolic wash in lieu of surgery to decrease the chances of scarring, tissue damage, and infection. There are some steps one can take to prevent seringomas like wearing sunscreen, using topical antioxidants, and cleansing with a clinical grade cleanser that is formulated at an acidic level. Some doctors actually recommend reducing or limiting sweat gland activity, but that just seems like that would just cause other more serious issues than seringomas. If you have a new skin growth, it is always important to get it checked out by your dermatologist to make sure it isn't something more serious than a syringoma.
5: Hypnotherapy helps you discover and explore deep, sustainable life changes. Let Sakura guide your communication with your unconscious mind. Rid yourself of negative behaviors, fears, pains, and emotions. Weight loss, smoking, childhood drama, chronic pain, and much more can be addressed. Begin healing now. Just 100 dollars for the first session. Learn more. Sakura, skin and S-A-K-U-R-A, skin and Mind. Com. Bring out the healthy way of thinking you didn't know you had.
2: No other station delivers this much variety. Alternative Talk 1150.
0: Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And feel free to email me at at LoveFromTheHip.com with your comments, your criticisms, your questions, and well wishes. Let me know how I am doing. Today I have the pleasure of having award-winning author, actor, filmmaker, coach, TEDx speaker, and creative... G. Brian Benson on my show. And remember, if you would like advice from Brian on your own personal growth or how to be more successful, one 298 kknw or 425-373-5527. So Brian, before the break, you were sharing some habits for success. Uh-huh. And I know that um, having read your book, which is really good, by the way, thank you. No, um, thank you. <laughs> get creative. How do you recommend people get more creative? <sighs>
3: I think there's so many different ways to do it and and uh, I don't you know I think sometimes people might be held back because they feel like they need to be really good at whatever they're wanting to do. But the, the key point is just to just do it and get creative and just just let it come through whatever it's supposed to be. I mean it's a it's a form of meditation, you know it it, it, it can really do so much for you. it's a it's a way to get out of your head. it's a way to just relax. And for me, I honestly, Didn't know that I could really write and I didn't know that I could potentially act Mm -hmm. and, you know, have, you know, unique ideas to be able to share to um, in in different ways, whether it was a short film or a video. And but I just I everything that I've done has been an extension of my own self-growth process. And so as I just kind of worked on me and overcame some of those fears that I had, one thing led to another. And Mm -hmm. it's like doors opened up, connections happened, opportunities were presented. And, you know, synchronicity synchronicity just kind of just fell in my lap. And right. so, and I just said yes. Mm-hmm. That's the key. You know, you just got, you got to say yes, even if it's scary. Okay. Uh, I remember one, you know, being invited to do the TEDx talk. I hadn't planned on doing one, but I was presented with the opportunity, and I, I just gulped and said yes, and I had three months to get ready.
0: <laughs> and for someone that didn't, was afraid of speaking in public, yeah. you did a TEDx talk. so
3: Yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah, so, so I think creativity is so important and you know just do it you know if you if you kind of have an inkling you might like writing or or drawing just go take it go take a drawing class see what happens you know at least give yourself that opening
0: okay and so what do you mean also in your book by clean up your disagreement
3: well you know obviously we we come across people every day and sometimes we'll have a disagreement or potentially even worse and I don't know. I, am of the, I don't do very well when I let, let's let them hang. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. And luckily I haven't had too many lately, but, <laughs> uh, I, I just know that, you know, growing up and, and, in those times when, um, we, we aren't our best or somebody else isn't and we react to it for a variety of reasons or whatever. It's just, I don't know. It's just, it's not healthy.
4: Right.
3: So, and, and I know that there are some things that can happen that are very, very, uh, um, very, very tough. Yeah. And, you know, my heart goes out to all those people that have had a really tough experience with someone in a variety of ways. But I mean, if you can at least begin to forgive, if not maybe actually connect with that particular person, you'll you'll start to free yourself.
0: Hmm. Okay. And then I like the leave 10 minutes early. Can you expand on that
3: one? Yeah. yeah well, in LA, it's 45 minutes early.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> but... <laughs> Seattle's not that far off, believe me.
3: No, yeah, no, right. I've heard the horror stories. So, you know, I, I just know personally, whenever I'm heading someplace and it's going to be nip and tuck, it's not an enjoyable drive and I'm not my best, you know, you know, I'm, I'm feeling, um, pressured and I want to zip in and out. And I don't know, whenever I I, I leave a little bit early, I can just, I can relax. I can sit back. I can just, I don't know, just, just ease into where I'm headed. And when I get there, I'm a much better person as well, because I'm, I'm, relaxed i'm just in flow and i can show up immediately whereas if you're you're rushing 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 you go in there you know just like not ready to be your best version of yourself
0: yeah and so you're also presenting an impression of yourself right if you're arriving early versus late absolutely which sets you you up
3: yeah depending on what it is if it's an audition man arriving late is a recipe for disaster
0: (laughs) yeah there you go so what about clear out and clean
3: up so that's kind of a combination of maybe having a tidy place and also kind of having a clean place. And I think from my own personal experiences, I'm a much better person when I'm operating in a, a clean environment, a tidy environment. I think sometimes if we have stuff laying around a lot and just kind of piled up here and there, it's, it's an invisible weight that, that rests on our shoulders,
4: mm-hmm.
3: which in turn is going to make it harder for it, us to do other things.
0: Okay. And then yeah. the one I really liked, too, was taking care of your instrument.
3: Yeah, and there's so many different ways we can do that. Um, luckily, you know, I got involved in triathlons when I was in college, and so I learned at a pretty early age how to be pretty routine-oriented and to take care of my body. And, and really, just like with balance, um, in a different way, I was able to really be hypersensitive of what I ate food-wise and, that, and how it was going to make me feel, because mm-hmm. food... Foods really at the top of the list is, is one of those things that really controls our our energy levels and our you know our ability to really kind of move forward in some of the other things that we want to do. It's it's sneaky in that way. So you know that's eating a little bit better is definitely a way we can take care of our instrument. Getting enough sleep, drinking enough water, um, getting some daily exercise. You know you don't have to be Arnold Schwarzenegger. You just go for a walk, go throw the frisbee, walk the dog go to the gym, whatever. But it's so important. Um, meditation, you know, mm-hmm. uh, that that has been really good for me too. That uh, enables me to quiet my mind and kind of reset and to allow my intuition to come in through stronger as well.
4: Yeah.
0: So have you applied the Habits for Success to your coaching? And what's some of oh, the feedback you've gotten?
3: Sure. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, it's all positive. I think sometimes a lot of, some of the stuff in there are, are common knowledge but we just don't really we forget right. about it yeah but we seem to be re- re- reminded and some of the other things in there are a little bit So, wow i didn't realize that you know but but ultimately no matter who you are and where you're wanting to um take yourself you need to have a solid foundation and so all of these habits that i talk about are, are ways to solidify your foundation and really, really proud of how the book turned out. I I didn't want it to be a a slow, boring self-help book. I wanted it to be, you know, entertaining and inspiring as well as thought provoking. And I tried to include a lot of personal stories and,
4: Mm -hmm. and,
3: uh, you know, not just kind of make it short and sweet, but yet uh, impactful.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And so can I go back to, sorry, foundation? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Would you say that that's self-awareness?
3: Definitely, I think as we become more self-aware, yes, we're paying attention to you know what works for us, what doesn't work for us, and that's all going to help our foundation as well as as we begin to really start to you know love and accept ourselves and give cut ourselves some slack. Mm-hmm. That's also going to help us because we're not going to be uh, trying to fill the voids with things that waste our time and energy.
0: Right. Right. So you know. So do you have some people though that say you know oh I'm too old to grow.
3: Um, I'm too old
0: to change
3: yeah I mean not really I mean you know some people obviously if they've been doing something for a long time it might be a little bit harder but it ultimately I don't want to work with someone who doesn't necessarily want to change I can't I can lead them to the you know trough but I can't make them drink so I, I I love to work with people who who want to be the best versions of themselves, whatever that means. It could just be to be the best parent they want to, you know, they could be, or just just the, the kindest person, or whatever. I mean, I love to help people just become more self-aware and and introduce them to some of the things that have worked for me, and just kind of be an accountability partner, and you know, just just give them a pat in the back, um, you know, while they're learning how to pat themselves on the back.
0: Yeah. Well, and I really don't think age is a factor, right? And where no. you start to No, Oh become- my gosh, no!
3: I mean. Yeah. Really, we're here to learn and grow until the day we die. And so, you know, I'm, I'm open to growth. I want to be the best version of me, even as I continue to to age. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I know you're no different.
0: Yeah. So you also um, integrated some of your poetry in this book, too, mm-hmm. correct? Mm-hmm. Is, mm-hmm. is there one that you would like to share with
3: us? Sure. You know, there's two that I really like. One's called Light, and the other's called Your Voice. But I think I will... I will go with light. Um, and I wrote this like in 2011. And when I wrote it, I, I just, I was a conduit for it. And I knew, I felt like it was really solid. And I go, wow, this could really help some people. I want people to, you know, remember that, you know, that the light is inside of them. And then, the, like we talked about earlier, it's like, that was for me. <laughs> so, all right, so here we go. Can you see your light inside you? It shines both day and night, leading you both near and far, keeping your path in sight. Can you feel your light inside you as it courses through your veins, inspired greatness housed within to share for all to gain? Can you taste your light inside you, flavored, sweet, and pure? Water, land, and truthful food grant energy and cures. Can you hear your light inside you as it speaks to you in song? Guiding you to flow each day, helping you stay strong. Can you touch your light inside you? Compassion, joy, and heat. A tender kiss, a warm embrace, rituals to be complete. Can you sense your light inside you? It's spoken from within. Hunches, feelings, heartfelt signs, giving life a whole new spin. And will you trust your light inside you, your gifts, your being, your core? True greatness lay in wait to be shared, enjoyed, explored.
0: Wow, that was fabulous. Thank you.
3: You're welcome. Thank you.
0: And with that, we're going to have to take a quick break. So everyone stick around for more Love from the hip.
6: Men, care for your skin properly, starting with your face. Sakura Skin and Mind offers their Gentleman's Groom Clinical Facial for just $120. Designed for your rugged skin, a deep cleansing clinical facial is like a 1-2-3 punch to wrinkles, age spots, and problem skin. Tame those brows, ears, and nostrils. Sakura Skin and Mind, erasing wrinkles one clinical facial at a time. Learn more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A, skinandmind.com. What's your story? Have you ever sat with that question and looked to your heart for the answer? It's time to explore the real you. Tune in Thursdays from 4 p.m. to 5 p.m. for the brand new show, Story You with Coach Debbie. Debbie and her guests have a mission to inspire and coach you to find your voice. If you need direction, Story You with Coach Debbie is for you. If you want to be an author, Story You with Coach Debbie is for you. Tune in Thursdays at 4 p.m. and be inspired.
5: Want a more youthful figure no matter what age? Find answers at Madsen Medical Spa. Allow doctors Aaron and Paul to help you eliminate your frustration with weight management. Say no-no to yo-yo diets and exhausting exercise grinds. Madsen Medical Spa will do the heavy lifting for you and coach you all the way through to your ideal weight. We offer the latest and greatest in body sculpting and body contouring lasers and devices, high-quality nutritional supplements and meal replacements, as well as mindful practices. We will treat the inside to treat the outside, and it's all perfect. Personally tailored for you. Men and women, drop inches, not just pounds, and see a healthy, beautiful you. Consultations are free, results are priceless. Log on to MadsenMedSpa.com. That's M A D S E N MedSpa.com. Or call 425 656 8008. That's 425 656 8008. Get the shape you want this summer. Become a healthier, more beautiful you.
2: Find out the latest about your favorite shows on Alternative Talk 1150. Check out 1150kknw.com.
4: Welcome back
0: to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe to my YouTube channel and my podcast on Podcast One, Love from the Hip, and that's H-Y-P. Today I have the pleasure of having award-winning author, actor, filmmaker, coach, TEDx speaker, and creative G. Brian Benson on my show. So I have to ask you, you said when you were three years old that you said you were put here to inspire people.
3: Yeah, I told my mom that.
0: Yeah. So do you feel like you're on your path now?
3: Yes, yes, definitely. I think um, I think a part of that whole love and acceptance of oneself in my own version of it. I'm really finally starting to own what I'm doing and what I've done. Mm-hmm. I didn't for a while because of, I wasn't complete, you know, I wasn't there yet. And, and so I think as I begin to do that more, I mean, I'm really proud of everything I've done. I sure. know that it's, I'm just a conduit for it, but I know that it's, it's, it's good stuff. You know what I mean? In a lot of different ways. And I think as I just begin to own it more, um, I, I definitely, yeah, absolutely. I, I definitely am.
0: Yeah. And I would imagine there's also like an element of timing, right? Like you may have not been ready and you weren't ready, right?
3: No, I thought I was, but no, I, I wasn't and that because I thought I was, that's what caused some, some, my expectations to be a little high earlier on, but I needed that time. I needed to go through all that I've gone through to really be there solid foundationally, but also just to to have a lot of experiences that other people have gone through too, just so I have more empathy and sympathy mm-hmm. when you know uh, when connecting with others.
0: Yeah. And do you mm-hmm. think then also when we're on our path or we're fulfilling our mission or finding our potential, that there's also we're finding happiness too?
3: Yes. I have. There's been part. There's been times when it's been a little hard for me because I was trying to like we talked about earlier. I was trying to control too much. Mm-hmm. And so the more that I let go the happier I've become and things are still moving forward but yet I'm not pushing anymore I'm just I'm, I'm working smarter I'm still you know being proactive in different ways but I've with all the different things that have happened to me that are kind of in a, in a magical way I just I've, I've learned to trust that that just you know just be patient there might be a little period where things feel a little slow but that I've learned to trust that they will continue moving forward when they when they're supposed to
0: right and you've really hit the big word there trust trust
3: (laughs) Trust in yourself oh my gosh and and trust in the process and that's a chapter in the book as well
0: okay yeah and so do you believe what's your belief then on if the soul maps out everything that you're Uh you're you're experiencing do you believe that to be true
3: Yeah, you know, it's so interesting. Uh, My humble opinion, I mean, I know everybody has a different view of it, and who really knows until we, I suppose, pass. But I I I believe in reincarnation. I also believe that I feel like things are kind of mapped out. I also believe we have some free will. And for me, what makes sense, I mean, it may or may not be true, is that that free will comes in the form of whether or not we listen to and trust our intuition. Mm -hmm. If we do that, then it's going to be a little bit smoother right if we don't then it's going to be bumpier right
0: okay and it wasn't yeah. all rainbows and unicorns for you <laughs>
3: <laughs> no oh my gosh no i mean uh, i well i mean just throughout my life i've had a lot of experiences that we all had you know my parents are divorced i got divorced i've been touched by suicide five times my brother who's inspires the heck out of me now he's been clean five years but he's bipolar and struggled with self-medication for a long time um, so, you know, and there's more, but it's just, you know, stuff, they're all experiences to grow from, from, and, and, uh, yeah, yeah, you know,
4: <laughs> but
3: I don't know what to say. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, you know, and then just in the last 10 years, uh, you know, I've had uh, ups and downs, obviously too, along this journey of, of, um, this, this path that I've been on.
0: Mm-hmm. But also you've had opportunities present themselves to you to allow you to be you, right?
3: Absolutely. I think yes, ultimately. And then that's the that's the rub. You know, if as we get opportunities presented to us, sometimes we feel like we need to be a certain way or do it a certain way. And initially when I started writing books, I kind of started mapping out what other, you know, self-help authors that I looked up to did, but that wasn't me. And it didn't really work out that way for me. And so the more that I can really is truly honor my own. Um, authenticity? My, own, or my way
0: your authenticity
3: yeah my authenticity it just it's it's so much more enjoyable
4: mm-hmm.
3: there's just so much less weight that I'm carrying around yeah and ultimately that's what people want because people want to see other people be authentic because they want to be given permission to be authentic themselves because we all want that at our core right
4: right
0: so having yeah. gone through everything that you have
3: yeah well i forgot the one thing that we talked about on the break too or uh you know uh, in high school um yeah yeah can you bring that up yeah so yeah in a nutshell i i played a lot of sports and i was on the jv baseball team as a sophomore and there was i think one or two other sophomores and so all the guys were a little older and one of them thought i looked like a monkey and so he and a handful of his cronies started calling me that all year in school and at practice and it really at that age, it, it made me not feel attractive. And I know that I carried that with me a long time, and, you know, and it pops up from time to time from time to, you know, time to time as well. Um, mm-hmm. that, that portion of me not really feeling um, enough, probably because or, or attractive because of, you know what they said.
0: Yeah, but at the same time, you've done a lot of healing.
3: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: And so you shared that story in your book habits for success. And you were being vulnerable. So what is the power in being vulnerable for you?
3: For me, it's just, I'm I'm an introverted person. I'm kind of a private person too. And so there's this fine line of me, fine line of what I share. It's not like I'm hiding anything, but I mean, there's some things I just need to keep for myself just because of the way that I am. However, for me, just being vulnerable has just lifted, we keep going back to it, lifted a lot of weights off my shoulders. And it's just made me... um, be able to connect with others in a more authentic way. And I think by me being that way, hopefully it allows others to kind of open up and share a little bit more too, so that they can, you know, move forward in a lighter manner.
0: Yeah. You're holding space for them. That's great. Absolutely. So so where do you hope to grow from here?
3: Mm. You know, just continue moving forward. Just really, you know, I think, continue to learn to love and accept myself in a, in a, you know, even more solid, um, way. Um, you know, just continue doing everything that I'm doing more. I have more books in me. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, acting, I've got a lot of videos I'd love to create, um, spoken word pieces. I'm going to start, I'm starting to speak more, um, hey. start doing some webinars and, uh, coaching. And I don't know. I mean, I I know I'm missing some things.
0: (laughs) The list goes on and on. Well, well, hey, Brian, where can my listeners uh, find you or follow you?
3: gbrianbenson.com. And then on social media, pretty much is everything at gbrianbenson. And then the new books, Habits for Success, book.com.
0: Great. Well, thanks again for being here today.
3: Thank you, Sakura. It was a pleasure.
0: And thank you, Eric, my amazing producer, and you, the listener. You can find me at lovefromthehip.com or sakuraskinandmind.com. You can also follow me on Instagram or on Facebook and subscribe to my YouTube channel as well as my podcast on Podcast One, Love From The Hip, and that's H-Y-P. And if you really love the show and are interested in running an ad for your own business or if you have any questions or comments, feel free to email me at sakura LovefromTheHip.com. Tune in next Wednesday at 2 p.m. for another Love From The Hip and make self-love contagious. Go ahead. I dare ya.